Hello and welcome to The Lowdown from Pickletown, presented by Pizza Hut. I'm your host, Aidan Gilbride. Here's the deal. And welcome back here to the podcast in a very, very special episode on this Christmas uh, it'll be a Christmas special, it'll be our last episode actually of the year. I'm sitting with the Vice President of Athletics, uh, Jeff Eisen. Thank you very much for coming in. It's uh, It'll be a delight to kind of sit down and talk to you because obviously this is uh, it's your last year, you're you're retiring at the end of this year. How do you feel about that? Uh, you know, it's bittersweet. Yeah. I'm excited about see what the next chapter yeah. will hold, but of course have a lot of great memories and spent a lot of great time here. So, yeah, mixed emotions, but um, overall excited about the opportunity that lies ahead. Yeah, okay, just looking at your, uh, obviously I was trying to do my research before coming in here. Uh, uh, so December 31st will be your last day. Uh, 34 years in college athletics um, uh, administration, uh, 16 years at UMO. Uh, you previously worked at St. Francis uh, University, University of Detroit Mercy, and an internship with... Uh, at University of Evansville. Uh, you actually have a law degree um, from the University of Michigan and uh, you serve as an attorney on the US government for uh, the accountability office, which I find very, very interesting. Uh, but I just want to talk a little bit about your tenure year at UMO, what were you actually accomplished in your time here? And uh, just talk a little bit about how you feel about the, you know, the 16 years that you spent here. So in that you know in that time you know thirty seven regular season conference titles sixty eight conference championships seventy one NCAA appearances and one national champion in the baseball uh, from two thousand and eight. So when you look at that, um, uh, uh, Mr. Eisen, like uh, what what is like the when when you think about all the accomplishments over the years? I mean, it can be anything from like obviously I know that you're very um, passionate about the Trojan Club here as well. What do you think was your, your biggest personal accomplishment in your time here? Well, of course, I accomplished all those things yeah. by myself. No. <laughs> um, I won all those conference championships, and, you know, we had a lot of other successes, uh, you know, all, by, all alone. Um, <laughs> so I'm really proud of that. But uh, seriously, though, really probably the greatest thing is that you don't accomplish those things by yourself that it is a truly team effort and really as a athletic director really um, you know just I guess I see it more as a support role for the coaches and the student athletes and trying to provide them with the opportunities to be successful and I think in the end you know that's probably the you know the best memory or best thing to look at back at is you know the people who you've worked with the time that you spent the journey um, you know obviously you have goals and destinations you're trying to reach and it's greatly satisfying when you do but you know it's a lot more satisfying when you do it with people who you enjoy being with that you care about and you know and, and that's really it's those personal connections that are the thing that I'll take with uh, with me that I most cherish. Yeah, and um, you know, you I, I kind of spoke about it briefly about you know the universities went through a lot of changes under you. Uh, obviously, 
There's uh, the programs have increased from fourteen to twenty two. Uh, there was the expansion of the Trojan Club, which you were very instrumental in. Uh, you obviously brought about the Mount Olive Hall of Fame as well, and uh, you know, looking at that, is there anything like specific that you know you look back on and you think in the sixteen years has been the biggest change here at UMO? Well, I think the growth of the program has really um, taken off. I mean. As you mentioned, when I got here initially, we had 14 sports. Oh, maybe we had 200, 250 student athletes. And, uh, you know, in the time that I've been here, we've added eight sports. Got another one coming on board next year. We've doubled in size in terms of the number of student athletes to about 500. And when you just look at that in terms of how it relates to the university, and the integral role that it plays in our enrollment, I think that's really very significant. Um, and so student, you know, the athletics plays a big part in the University of Mount Olive. And um, so, you know, it's been satisfying been, uh, really to see that growth and for us to continue being successful. Yeah. So not that we've just added sports and more student athletes, but our new teams have done very well athletically and academically so you know and they fit into our culture as an athletics program so that that's really been a a, a great step forward for us yeah so just to um just to switch uh, uh topics a little bit i just want to get to know you a little bit uh, what, what has been like you you kind of loosely touched on it a little bit but what has been like the fa- the best thing about your job in the last 16 years what have you liked most about your job here well I mean, I, you know, I mean, I love competition. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, I love winning. Yep. I mean, and uh, fortunately, we've done our share. Um, so I enjoy, I enjoy the games. Uh, you know, um, cheering on for our teams, and um, but you know, I enjoy um, the relationships that I've been able to build over the years with in our department and, and outside with, uh, you know, ADs and administrators at other schools, other uh, members of the university community. Um, but, you know, you really build your closest relationships or with your administrative staff and, and with your coaches. And, you know, and I think having um, such a great group that we have here and everybody really being on the same page in terms of the culture and goals – that we have and and that's what makes it fun and enjoyable even on those you know we all have some bad days occasionally yeah Yeah. uh, where the job's a little tougher and kind of shake your head a little bit (laughs) but you know when you're in an environment that you're comfortable in and that you enjoy it makes it a lot easier yeah, and I, I guess, like, just to kind of go off of what you said there, obviously no job is smooth sailing, so there are times where things are, are tough. So what do you think the, the toughest thing has been about your job? Well, probably, uh, you know, resources are always an issue. Do you have yeah. enough money to get to do the things that you yeah. want to do? And and then, you, you know, you end up having to be resourceful mm-hmm. in the sense of figuring out how to accomplish what you want to accomplish with what you have or what you might be able to attain realistically. So that that's always been a challenge, and it is at any small private school. Um, you know, one of the other tough things is is dealing with young people yeah. like yourself who, 
not to say you specifically, but sometimes they don't do the smartest things. Mm. And, you know, and it's always an uncomfortable position to be in when you have to uh, do, um, you know, disciplinary matters or, or things just happen, bad things happen. And, um, and that's really tough. But, you know, on the other hand, one of the most rewarding parts of the job is seeing young people succeed. They come in, they develop over the four years, five years, whatever the case might be, mm-hmm. mature as young people. And, um, and then graduate. It's always a pleasure. Um, you know, again, maybe bittersweet in a sense of seeing them walk across the stage. And, and then one of the things that, you know, that I really enjoy is when you see uh, alumni come back. Yeah. And to talk to them about, well, what are you doing now? Yeah. Do you have family? What's your job? And, to, you know, to see that they've been successful. And that, you know, that's a um, really a prideful moment for me, having those kind of contacts. So there is a mix. You know, we talk about the problem areas and some of the challenges. Yeah. There's also great reward on the other side of those. Yeah, uh, a, a kind of up and down part of the job, I guess. Sometimes there'll be bad days, sometimes there'll be good days. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Like about the developing of of you as a person. Like I've I've changed tenfold in my time here. I'm a completely different person when I came in, and and you know that's thanks to my time here. And uh, you know I'm I'm looking forward to starting the next part of my journey. And uh, you know Mount Olive has been a part of that, so I can imagine you as the you know the uh, being in that kind of role it must be very um satisfying for you so yeah so you know you talked a little bit about you know this uh, the student athlete side of things uh you know one of the things that i know about you is you know you're very very um it's very very important to you the the academic side of being a student athlete and you know you've done very well in the last 20 semesters you've had over a 3.0 gpa um so when you look at look at that like what, could you kind of go into depth about just why that's so important to you well, I don't want to be uh, trite and <laughs> yeah, say student sure. athlete, student first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it is true. Yep. And we know that for, um, you know, most student athletes are going to go on to a professional career other than in their sport. And so to do well academically means preparing yourself for your future job. And, um and that's the primary purpose, you know, that the students are here. Um, of course, they're, you know, they want to play a sport and college, you know, is a great vehicle for that. Uh, but, you know, the education is the end goal, the yeah. degree, and to go on to get a job. So that's really been something that we have emphasized uh, a lot since uh, I've been here and that coaches really are the front line there and all of our coaches you know, I talked about the culture and the fit with our coaches, and they all put that front yeah. and center and are, you know, follow up with their student athletes and, and really providing that extra set of eyes on the students um, in terms of their academic performance. And, and I think that's really helpful in terms of the success that, you know, that we've had. Yeah. And and I think I think you know I, I I've you know I think that comes from my parents at least my parents have always said Aiden you are going out there to do a sport but just let's remember why you're actually there and that is to get a degree in the end so you know I think that can't be said enough and I think you've uh, you've hammered it home so so then we we flip to the other side of the thing obviously you said you're you love going to the games you love uh, seeing the teams compete 
is there anything and and it could be literally anything uh, that stands out to you as like a kind of an athletics highlight that's happened in your time here is there anything that really just jumps out at you well it's a pretty easy answer i guess in terms of the uh, (laughs) national championship in baseball and um you know i mean that was great experience it was one of those things that you don't really expect um but when it happens wow you know and um that was one of the things that i really uh, enjoyed about the division two experience so my previous work experience uh schools that you mentioned were all d1 schools and i really wasn't that familiar frankly coming to a d2 school initially and that was one of the things that i discovered about it was that you actually had an opportunity to win a national championship whereas at d1 you know there's a handful of schools in pretty much every sport you know they're gonna win (laughs) out of this 20 whereas at d2 you gotta you know it's more open and opportunity and um so actually winning one was something i had really never thought about before and then boom i was here three (laughs) years and found out it's not quite that easy (laughs) because we have not been able to duplicate it although we have gotten uh, close a couple of three times um but yeah from an athletic standpoint you know that's hard to beat yeah um but i get excited about winning conference championship games i get i get excited about games against a school in wilson beating them (laughs) um you know i mean every time you're on the field or court or whatever the venue might be you know we're always playing to win and and that's always exciting yeah so you know when you look at um that you're kind of uh your time here as well uh, i think it's really important like to talk about this but you know we did we talked about you know there's bad days and good days but can you recall of a time and and i hope you don't mind me asking that that you know it was the toughest time period here that was really really tough do you you want to talk about that at all well probably the most difficult thing was when we had the car accident um and we lost you know some of our student athletes and um you know that's just uh such a tragic thing Mm -hmm. to lose the lives of young people and um you know, it, it really set us back, and and you know, and it, and it, and then it occurred right, you know, it's COVID time, yeah. and where we're sending everybody home, which made, which was another set of issues, yeah. but it compounded the uh, impact of the accident, and um, really, that was probably, you know, uh, not probably, it was definitely yeah. the most difficult period, mm-hmm. um, you know, most difficult event that yeah. went through since i've been here yeah no I, I remember just from the student athlete point of view of that um i chose to stay on campus to work for mm-hmm. that spring break and i remember that it all happened within about 72 hours of each other and it was very very the, the campus was very very glum and it was just you know i mean i think the mental health side of things were really took a hit and i know that's really important to you the mental health side of of, of of being a student athlete but there was just something different about being on campus and then obviously being told right afterwards you have to go home because of covid there's this pandemic it was it was not a pleasant you know 72 to you know plus hours uh, here on campus and i can only imagine how tough it was from you from a department point of view and as a university point of view of how you kind of managed around that um can you talk a little bit about 
how important the mental health side of things is to, to you? Yeah, well, I think one of the um, critical parts of our job is supporting, uh, providing a safe and healthy mm-hmm. environment for our student-athletes. And, you know, most often that is viewed in terms of the physical side and, you know, the services and support that our sports medicine, our athletic trainers uh, provide for our student athletes. And so that is, you know, you know, a top priority. Um, But we cannot forget the side, the mental side of things, which is not always as visible. Mm -hmm. And it's certainly something that you know, back in the day, um, when I, you know, in my day, oh, when yeah. I was uh, younger, you know, we didn't really talk about. And, um, but, you know, when you think back about it, you think, oh, well, we had similar things going on. We just didn't talk about it. And so I think it's really important that we do talk about it and that our student athletes know that there are people here to, um, help them with their issues and that we need to face them Mm. head on. So, um, yeah, taking care of our student athletes physically and mentally is really, you know, at the top of our list. So one of the, one of the things that I really, really wanted to talk to you about Mr. Eisen, which I think is, I've always found it very, very intriguing. And since the time I came here, obviously I mentioned that you, you have a law degree. You also have a master's in sports administration, but uh, the law degree, one of the things that I'm interested in, do you think that the law degree, and this, this, this isn't just a UMO question, this isn't just over your, your career mm-hmm. uh, working in, in athletics administration, do you think it's given you a more unique way of running departments? Well, you know, a lot of people who um, get into college athletics yeah. who have a legal background tend to go into the compliance area. Yeah. And that really didn't interest me. In fact, that's Part of the reason I had got out of law mm-hmm. was I didn't want to deal with rules <laughs> and regulations on a daily basis. So, you know, while it has helped me in yeah. terms of understanding the compliance side, where it has probably helped me the most has just been in terms of way of thinking. And that's what they talk about a lot in law uh-huh. school is thinking like a lawyer and so the time, you know, the analytic approach yeah. that you may take to different issues and looking at different angles, the what if, which is a favorite game of law <laughs> students. Well, what if? <laughs> and um, so that method of thinking, I think, is, has helped me along my way, um, you know, and occasionally uh, specific legal things will come up, but you know, yeah. uh, I'm certainly, uh, <laughs> I've been away from it for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And so when people ask me legal questions, usually my response is, well, just remember you get what you pay for. And if you're asking me for something free, <laughs> uh, legal advice, you're probably <laughs> not something you should uh, rely on. So, um I guess just to come back to to UMO, you know, I mean, there's been there's been so many th- you know so many things that I've got written down here that I haven't really even got a chance to t- touch on. But when you when you when you think about this place and and you know it's been a part of your life for sixteen years now, uh, what what is so special about it? And you know, you talked about it at the start, but what are you gonna miss the most? Yeah, well, it's I guess the people, 
And, um, you know, I've had a good fortune over those 16 years to work with, I don't know how many coaches and staff, you know, over 100. I mean, for sure, probably a couple, 300 maybe, and thousands of student athletes um, over those years. And, you know, and that's really, um, you know, it's those relationships, those contacts mm -hmm. that you have. Um, are probably the thing, you know, because once you're away, yeah, you stay in touch, but it, it's just not the same yeah. when you're in that daily grind um, with people and in the trenches, so to speak. So, yeah, that'll be what I miss the most. Um, you know, I'm, I miss games. Of course, I, I think maybe they'll let me in for free <laughs> if I wanted to come still come to some games. But, um, you know, I'll miss that part, too, where, you know, it's just a little different where you're not. You know, if I'm not working, I'm not yeah. as ingrained, perhaps. But, uh, yeah, it's been a, uh, you know, it's been a good run here. I've really enjoyed it. Um, and, um, you know, and I certainly hope that the successes that we've had continue and uh, grow further uh, well, in the future. Well, I think, I think obviously, you've set the kind of the standard now. And so whatever happens after you do leave, I believe that anything that you have done will have an impact going forward. And you can clearly see that. I mean, the groundwork has been obviously laid and laid and laid for years now. So I, I believe the work you have done will, you know, uh, you know, be good going forward, and, and it will be remembered. Um. So you know, you look at your retirement. You're obviously about to retire. You said you're you're excited to see the next chapter. But have you thought a little bit about what you want to do in your retirement? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> no, no idea. Just relax. Um. Yeah, I have some. I have some concepts, some thoughts about different yeah. things. Um, I expect that I will continue to work in some fashion. Yeah. Um, maybe on a less regular basis, okay. less stressful <laughs> basis, maybe. Um, you know, travel. You know, I'm really not sure. I don't have any hobbies yeah. to speak of. <laughs> and... Um, and I know my wife's waiting for me to clean the garage, but there you go. <laughs> but I think you know there's only so many times you can clean the garage. So I'm gonna have to find something else to do to keep busy. Right. Well, uh, I mean, good luck with the garage. Uh, um, listen, uh, thank you very much for uh, joining us, Mister um, Eisen. It's been it's been really nice to talk to you. Um, I wish you the best of luck in your retirement. Uh, congratulations for what you did manage to do here and. You know, I, I hope that you continue to watch what's going on at UMO, like you said. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much. Well, you're welcome. Been a pleasure. And I'd like to thank, I guess, the listening audience yeah. uh, <laughs> for their support over the years. Uh, we've really, um, you know, our athletics program has had great support, whether it's from the families of student athletes, community members, Trojan Club, and uh you know, and it all contributes. It's all a part mm -hmm. of the success that we've had. So I'd like to thank everybody out there who might be listening. And uh, thank you for having me. Thank you, Mr. Eisen. That has been season one of The Lowdown from Pickletown. Thanks very much for joining us this season. We will see you in the new year in 2022 with season two. This has been The Lowdown from Pickletown. We'd just like to give special thanks to the University of Mount Olive's music department. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time.